Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Outkick Studios. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Hope you are having a good start to your new year. We're all in the fight against COVID-19, and Ford Motor Company is doing their part by manufacturing and donating 100 million masks to underserved communities. And Ford encourages everyone to join the effort. We're so close to winning this fight, and these next weeks are crucial. Let's hold the line, look out for each other so we can get back to where we were. A message from the Ford Motor Company. So, yesterday on the final show of 2020, we played a group of angry callers, a medley that Danny G had put together that I thought was a good way to start off 2021 as well. Many of you loved the angry callers. Believe it or not, some people don't like me. And sometimes they call the show. I think you will enjoy it. It begins now. Do you have an actual argument? You're an idiot. No, I'm an idiot, but what's your argument? How can you even possibly spew this garbage on the air? Kids aren't getting it because they're not in school where they can spread it with each other. They're at home, quarantined with everybody else. Chris, the data in... No, no, Chris, pause down. You're screaming. You're making no sense. You're acting like a typical Corona bro. You're all emotional. Kids are also still interacting. We know that. The data is out there. They need to be in school. If the requirement is in order for schools to be open, kids have to wear masks, 
I would sign that paperwork in a heartbeat because it's more important that kids be in school than it is anything else. Do you have anything else you want to say? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to apologize for saying some of the stuff I said about you. We got Josh in Virginia. Josh, what you got for me? Hey, man, listen, I was listening to you last week, and you were talking about the same exact thing. I mean, uh, you're kind of being a hypocrite saying that you wish baseball would come back, and yet you just said that you had a choice with your job to either stay out of work or come back to work. And what did I do? you could have made the you could have made the choice, just like the baseball players and say. Okay, no, so but wait, hold on. How does that make salary. me? How do, stop? Stop and listen to me for just a second. How does it make me a hypocrite to choose to take less money and continue to do my job when I'm saying baseball players should do the exact same thing? A hypocrite would be someone who does the opposite of what they say. I am literally telling baseball players to do the same thing that I did, which is take less money given the current economic circumstances that currently exist. I could have said, screw you guys, I've got a contract, you have to pay me exactly what I'm owed or I'm not showing up. If I had said that, and then I'm telling baseball players to show up, that would be being a hypocrite. Your argument literally makes no sense. Explain your argument, because right now you just sound like an idiot. I'm trying to explain it to you, but you keep talking. You're not smart enough to explain it because your argument makes no sense. You're you're as dumb as you look on TV. You understand that? What does that even mean? you're, You're a dumbass. What does that mean? You've yet to make an argument. You called into my show to make I'm an argument. I'm trying to give you my explanation, and you keep overtalking. I, I cut off your explanation because it was too dumb. You have the floor now to explain your stupidity to the nation. Go. Okay. The point is they have a union. The union represents all the players. You are one person. There's a difference. They want their money. It's all for the good of all of the players, not just for one player. You're you're not represented by a union. I'm represented so by myself. Have to- players have the right to choose to acknowledge the union or not. This is so your argument is that baseball players shouldn't come back unless they get their full salaries. No, no, I'm asking you, I'm asking you, I'm asking you a question. You believe that baseball players should only come back if they get their full salaries. Otherwise, they should not play. They have a shorter window to make their money than you and I do. Okay, so so but what is your, but what is your argument here? You want baseball players to say, if we don't get our full salaries, we refuse to play? We will not go see a baseball game for the next five years because they want to make the most money they can possibly make in a shorter earning period than you and I have. You're not making any sense. Talk about sports all day, and you're talking about the same thing every week because you have no content. What content should I be talking about today? What do you You're wish talking that you... about the same exact Okay, thing. I'm asking You're I'm talking... asking you. Let's pretend that you are uh, one of the most successful people in your chosen line of work. What do you do? That's what you should do. What do you Take do? Take off the month and come up with new content. What do you do? What do you sucks. do? Why are you listening then? Because I want to see how stupid you sound. You look stupid as you look. So goodbye. Why do I look stupid? <laughs> this is one of the things that I love. Why are you listening? Well, because I want to see how stupid you look. You look stupid on television. Like, one of the, I want you to look up something. Stupid face. Stupid face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got Adam in Indianapolis. Adam, what you got? Hey, can I offer some constructive criticism for the 
call-in portion of your show? Yeah, no. You say that you can answer questions because you're not a doctor or anyone connected with you don't and think I that think I should that try? NBA is a petri dish that probably has been exposed to way more people who travel and people from other countries than the majority of the people. Yes, I think people should be careful. I don't think they should be going around the elderly unless they absolutely have. Are you to. a doctor, but Marilyn? I don't think that. No, I'm not. Jim. What's your well, point? Obviously, you cut me off here. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, what's your what's your actual point? Well, my point is, you claiming credit for football playing, that's totally obscene. Obscene? And obscene? Thing, you obscene? It's obscene? Wait, can I talk? You, you aren't talk? making any points. What is your point? Okay, here's my point. I made points. You know what? You drank the Kool-Aid right along with Fox. Do you have to take an oath to conspiracy theories and all this to work for Fox? I don't work for Fox. I don't work for Fox. Well, you're on the Fox. You're on the Fox Network that I'm listening to. Yeah, this is Fox Sports Radio, which isn't in any. I'm not employed by Fox Sports. I'm employed by iHeart. Well, yeah, but yeah, obviously you have to follow their policies, though. You think that somebody you calls? Know, you, know, you listen to this show, and you think that somebody says, "Clay Travis, you have to say X, Y, and Z every day on your radio show." You legitimately think? Listening listen to this to you, program. It does sound like that. Okay, you think, well, you, you know what here, I think? You well, are an imbecile. Continue to talk. You still haven't made a point. Yeah, well, there you go. A typical, uh, a typical Fox person calling yeah. somebody names. Now, my point is, you know, here we go. You just claimed all this stuff that's not true. There's one, you know, it's, it's just ridiculous. How what did I say that's not true? The three cities that you mentioned happen to be all Democratic uh, Democratic cities. Why is that? Why didn't you know? Why Why are you talking about how Utah and these other cities, uh, these, these these red state cities, have all doing the lockdowns too? They're all doing the mandatory mask and all that. Why did you just throw out the Democratic cities? I said Answer New that. York, L.A., and Chicago because they just there literally are three, massive three cities. cities. Almost three every Democrats. city is run by Democrats. Oh, bull crap. Goodbye. You're a jerk. Hello? Hello? Yeah, we're here. Yeah, so I think it's the right call from Tennessee. First off, I want to say I'm an African-American male. And I want to just point out, if she would have said a whole bunch of, you know, the F-bombs for the, the alphabet community or said something that people deem anti-Semitic, nobody would have a problem with Tennessee, what they did. But oh, Hold on, hold on. You think if – no, hold on. You think if she had said something that was negative, uh, I got my uh, driver's license gay slur. I got my driver's license Jew slur. You think that everybody would be fine with her being kicked out of school and not allowed to go there? No, I know so. History says so. Yeah, you're yes, totally wrong. So. That's, that's, you're you're totally, no, you're totally one. Wrong. You're hold on. Totally you're you're one totally billion wrong. percent wrong. No, it would even it wouldn't be a question that Tennessee that Tennessee did the right thing if she said something that was anti-Semitic or anti-homosexual. But since y'all say that oh rap lyrics have the N word, then everybody should be able to use it. No, you're not black. Don't use the word. Get what you deserve. You're not African American. Stop using the word. I don't understand what's the. I don't understand. You what's think the you think that we should have speech? Hold on. Using that word. You think that that white owned companies let's be honest, should be able to make billions of dollars off of rap lyrics and that people who are buying their music 
should not be able to sing along with the rap lyrics. Like if you're out at a bar, nobody, nobody, nobody said, nobody said, don't sing along, sing along. Why do you have to publicly use the N word? I just don't understand it as a black person. What's the affection with non-black people using this word? I don't think, I don't think there's any, I don't think there, hold on. I don't think there's any desire to use words uh, because of the power of them, I think a lot of people are saying we can't have a language where some people are allowed to use words and other people are not, and we're constantly holding people accountable. What if this girl had you been? Sound, hold you on. Sound crazy. What if this you girl? Crazy right now. What, what if this girl had been one fourth black? Would she be admitted to she's the University not, of Tennessee? No, no. I'm just asking you. I'm just asking you. I'm asking your opinion. No, no. I'm asking your opinion. Listen, listen to me. I listen to you. You listen to me. What if she were one fourth black? What if she had a, a black grandparent and she put that video out? Would she be admitted to the University of Tennessee? She's not. We're not. Okay. But I'm just asking you hypothetically. What if she had a great grandparent who was black? What if she was one eighth black? Would she be admitted to the University of Tennessee? Would she be able? She's not. Okay. But I'm asking you, where is the line? I'm asking you, where's the line? What if she was one sixteen? What if she was one? What if she was one? What if she was one sixteenth black? What if she was one thirty second black? Where is the line where she's allowed to use the word and she's not? I'm asking you. Why can't we don't use the word? I don't understand what's the problem with not using the word. Okay, I'm just asking you though. No, no. I'm asking you the question. Where is the line where it would be acceptable for her to use it? Is it if she's 132nd black? I, I if she's 164th black? I literally just said where the line is, sir. You're not black. Don't use it. That, that's where the line is. Okay, You're so she, black, what, sh- what, should, what should she be allowed to do now? Should she be, ever be allowed to get a job? I didn't say anything. About no, no, I'm, I'm just asking you. Where deserves. is the line she for does. punishment in your mind? She was 15 and she used she the N word. She, 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 okay, yeah, she, she got what she deserved. Okay, thanks. We'll talk about this when we got back. She got what she deserved. She should never be able to get a job. She should never be able to go to college. She should never be able to live her life as a normal person because when she was 15, she used the N word. The 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 amount of incompetence. Sorry, I had to burp. Uh. It's not the it's not the coronavirus, Clay. All bull crap. Goodbye. What's crazy, you know, is some people don't like me, and you heard from some of them there. But yesterday, I said, "Hey, any angry callers out there hate me?" And Dub, what happened? Everybody called in talking about how much they like me. Yeah, I got about eight to twelve calls. Can't remember the exact number, but yeah, but basically, one hundred percent of them called and said they had nothing to say bad about you. Yeah, it used to be everybody hated me. Now I'm America's sweetheart. I don't even know what to think about it. Uh, when we come back, Barrett Salee is going to join us from CBS Sports. We're breaking down two of the college football playoff games, which are happening later today. Alabama against uh, Notre Dame and Clemson against Ohio State. We'll talk about those games next. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. 
Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be hey it's jonas knox and who doesn't want better sex but if you have ed you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem don't put off having a better sex life any longer check out him sex choose and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life the process is simple and 100 online no uncomfortable doctor's visits no insurance is needed pay one low price for your treatments online visits ongoing shipments and provider messaging hims has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers so if ed is getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, Tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Welcome back in. Outkick the coverage. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us. We're bringing in Barrett Salee from CBS Sports right now, but before we do that, college football playoff games are going on later today, and it's not still Christmas season necessarily, but Santa Clay is continuing to come to town. A $5 bet 
on Alabama for new users out there in FanDuel. FanDuel.com slash Clay. FanDuel.com slash Clay. You wager $5, you get a 25 to 1 payout if Alabama wins. Not if they cover. If they win the game, they are a 20-point favorite. That is $5 that turns into $125. That is a 25-to-1 payout. And Barrett Salee, that would be a nice payout because I imagine that you, like me, think that Alabama's going to win, although I'm curious whether or not you think they're going to cover. Uh, that sounds great, Santa Clay. I mean, no joke, that is, that's free money, right? Yes. Like that's, that is free money. Yeah, uh, Alabama's going to win. Alabama's going to cover. Uh, you know, look, we, what do we know about Alabama, right? Like, they – Dictate their style. They score 40 points, except for the opener. Like, they are who they are no matter who they play. And that means Notre Dame's going to have to play that kind of game, too. Ian Book ain't that quarterback. He's just not. And so, yeah, I think they win, they cover, uh, and like a lot of other semifinals in the college football playoff era, uh, it's going to get pretty sideways. Okay, so I started off the show this morning saying there was a big discussion about whether or not there were going to be asterisks present, right, on champions this year. I would argue that if Alabama takes care of Notre Dame, and then we'll see who you think is going to advance to play against Alabama, whether it'll be Ohio State or Clemson, but if Alabama were to then win that game, go 13-0, and that you could argue, given all the COVID circumstances and everything else, far from there being an asterisk of underperformance, that Alabama arguably is one of the greatest college football teams of all time because they would have 11 Power 5 SEC conference wins, something no one else has ever come close to. Nine is the record prior to this. And then they would have beaten two more Power 5 teams. Yes, they wouldn't have played 15 games necessarily, but the 13 that they played would be of a higher quality and magnitude than any 13 wins we've ever seen before in the history of college football. I 100% agree, and, and let's just make up those two games because they would be the Citadel or whatever. That's, That's right. a normal Alabama schedule. So 100% agree, and, and I'll go with so far as to say before the season started, I said, yeah, there would be an asterisk, and I think there would be an asterisk on this Alabama team, but it would be a point of pride. It would yeah. not be a slight. It would be a point of pride to say, look, we want whoever it is, we won a national championship with all of this other stuff going on around us. And to me, that is, it's, it is unbelievable that a team, any team could go through this and not have massive hiccups. And that includes Ohio State too, Clay, because look, before the, like during the selection process, we're all sitting there going, okay, Ohio State's played six games. But if they win eight, then they're going to have to go through Clemson and then probably Alabama. That's that's amazing too, especially considering they just had COVID issues. So, uh, yeah, I I think you could make a case that any of these teams, if they win, uh, that asterisk is a point of pride. Uh, and and if Alabama goes undefeated, then yes, this is comparable to what LSU did last year in terms of all three football teams. It is really kind of fascinating. Okay, so we were talking about the Alabama and the Notre Dame game. The other big game going on later today, certainly. What in the world is going to happen in the larger context here with that Ohio State game going on against Clemson? And do you think Tony Elliott, the offensive coordinator for Clemson, not being there, the line really hasn't adjusted at all. Do you think that's significant in the potential outcome of this game? I think it could 
have an issue because, you know, it's just a different voice, right? Like, it's, that's just the way things are. Uh, with that said, Brandon Streeter, the quarterback coach, He's had a big voice in that locker room for a long time anyway, uh, even when Jeff Scott and Tony Elliott were co-coordinators in previous years. So, yeah, uh, I, I think it might have a little bit of an issue because, you know, you're just have a, you have a different, you know, different ideas, a little bit of a different philosophy. But with that said, it, it would only be a small hiccup here or there because Dabo still uh, runs the ship. Dabo is still the captain. And in reality, you know, if you just kind of steer it the way it normally gets, you know, it normally goes, then it'll be fine. And I think Brandon Streeter is, is smart enough to handle that. And of course, Dabo's going to have, you know, his say. And honestly, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have his say in it, probably more than, than normal, because he understands a lot of what Clemson is trying to do. He understands, um, you know, what they try to set up, you know, early in the game uh, to take advantage of later. So. If it does have an effect, and I think it will occasionally, it'll be a very, very minimal effect. And really, it will only be, um, you know, discussions maybe in headsets or in timeouts, not actual play calls. It would be just more figuring out a, a new plan of attack with, you know, a different voice in there. Ohio State basically used the loss against Clemson as motivation all of the offseason and all of this season, probably, to be candid. They've wanted an opportunity to beat Clemson. Clemson is over a touchdown favorite in this game. Do you believe Ohio State will beat Clemson? Will they keep it close? How does this game look? I don't think they'll win. I think they'll keep it close. But it feels like one of those games that at the end Clemson has, you know, a, a sustained drive and, and puts it away late uh, by more than a touchdown and puts pressure on Ohio State at the end of the game to, to really, you know, to, to be, you know, uh, to kick a field goal and then get an onside kick or something like that. You know, I think that um, that's the kind of game it'll be. Uh, I just I, I don't know what to, tr- what to trust with, with Ohio State. I think the fact that they've only played six games, it is it really prevented them from figuring out their identity because you know you go through a season these are college kids there are no preseason games how many times do we see a team sort of hit the high gear midway through the season because they figure themselves out and Ohio State just is now at that point where they could be figuring themselves out and against Northwestern I don't know what the play calling was all about I know Justin Fields was a little banged up but you know, they, they still, I think, are struggling to find some consistency on defense, especially at linebacker. Um, I don't necessarily know if they realize what they had uh, with Trey Sermon, and they don't know about their offensive line, I, I think, as much as they, maybe they should. It just feels like that's, that's going to lead to some, you know, some, some volatility, uh, you know, throughout the course of today's game. So I think Clemson wins. I think they, they cover uh, Clemson's healthy, getting James Skalski back. Uh, against Notre Dame last game out was obviously a huge deal because he's the quarterback of that defense. So I think Clemson gets the job done. Uh, I think it'll be close, but in the end, uh, Clemson finds a way to, to pull away late, get the cover. How big of an accomplishment is it to get to this point? The college football playoff is happening. Once these games are played on Friday, regardless of who wins, We then have the ability, if necessary, uh, I'm sure you saw the news that the college football playoff said, hey, if necessary, we can move these games around a little bit. So if suddenly at the last minute we have to change something. But once you're down to two teams, whoever those two teams are, right now the game is slotted for January the 11th. But if they have to move it to January 18th, they could. 
a lot of people said we would never get here, right? The college football season is going to be completed, even if it's occurring in a you know non-ideal circumstance. There were a lot of people out there who said we'd never get here. Yeah, a lot of people who tried to prevent us from getting here, too, yeah. for being quite candid about this thing. But uh, it's really remarkable. And, and yeah, the... It has not been as smooth as as other sports, but you know college football is beautifully dysfunctional. We have five, six leaders, really, if you, if you include Notre Dame. Uh, you've got different decision making processes. It's not unified like a pro sport. Um, you know, so it was dysfunctional, more dysfunctional than other sports, and I really don't understand why anybody would think it wouldn't be like that. That's just kind of the way things go. So, yeah, it really is remarkable that we've gotten to this point. Um, I think the players ha- deserve a ton of credit for uh, for really going through a lot of stuff the college yeah, students really have never experienced. None of us ex- experienced this before, but there was a lot on their shoulders. That's why these teams basically saying we're not going to play in bowl games. I'm totally fine with that. I mean, I'd be spent, too, <laughs> if I were them. So um, it, it really is a, a big deal. And, uh, you know, I think the fact that they have – decided to have sort of alternative dates, I think that can still be uh, still be changed, too. I mean, if, if they need to move the national championship back, I mean, hell, put it the Saturday before the Super Bowl. You know, that'd be yeah. awesome. <laughs> It'd be great. Um, so, yeah, it's a lot of folks deserve credit. The medical staff, I think the, the unsung heroes uh, are the training staffs and, and the, the not just the, the testing that they've gone through, but I think the, the mental awareness for most of these student-athletes to do what's right, to grow up quickly, to understand, hey, you know, this is the new reality. If I want to have my career at the NFL level, I'm going to have to do some stuff that college students have not done before. And a lot, and, and for, by and large, they've done a really good job of that. So it, it really is remarkable. I think a lot of folks uh, should be proud that made these decisions that set these things up in a way where they could do it somewhat responsibly. And, and yeah, uh, they, we made it. Even when people are in our own business, we're trying to tear us down. Uh, here we are. I also think that the guys, two of the guys that are playing later today, Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, deserve a tremendous amount of praise for this season happening. Because I don't know about you, but I don't know if the players themselves, the Trevor Lawrence's, the Justin Fields of the world, don't come out and say, hey, we want to play. Because you remember what it was like back in June, July, August. There were a lot of people out there who were saying, oh, the season's going to get canceled. And I feel like when suddenly Trevor Lawrence spoke out and said, we want to play, a lot of coaches and players finally realized the season might get canceled and they were saying, no, 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 we don't want this to happen. Their voice was tremendously important. Yeah, and I think it goes back to something that I think you and I have talked about a lot. It's crazy to think that college football players actually enjoy playing college football, right? Like, it, <laughs> because it there's a like lot a, of people who want to make them seem like they're victims, right? Like, in, especially like in the media almost, industry, yeah. social media has has magnified that. Oh, these poor guys—they're having to play college football. They're not getting compensated enough. All those things. Most people who play college football really like it. Like, it's a fun thing. They do. To do. And I know you've talked to a lot of, 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 you know, longtime NFL players too, and I have as well. You ask them what their best football memory is, a lot of them, most of them are going to say something in college. Yeah. I mean, that's just reality. Unless you've won a Super Bowl, most of them are going to say something in college. So, uh, but yeah, you know, Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence, you know, it's funny because I wonder 
really even how that that will manifest itself in Heisman Trophy voting. I mean, I'm a voter, and I can't tell you who I voted for, but I think there will be a lot of folks that say, okay, Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence deserve a ton of credit simply for having a Heisman Trophy ceremony because uh, for a long time it looked like we weren't even going to have football this year. So they deserve a ton of credit. Um, for, for, for them to speak out, I do believe that saved college football because it did. And I'm not saying this as a joke. It did make a lot of folks realize that um, that college football players want to play college football, and that uh, it's kind of ridiculous. And this is this goes far beyond college football. This goes for our society in general. That other people tend tend to want to make decisions uh, that for others they they feel like they want to you know impose their their opinions on, on others. And I think. Trevor and Justin saying, no, we want to play, made folks step back and say, oh, these guys do have a voice, and maybe we should value their opinions a little bit. What's the long-range impact of this season? So it's going to be a challenge going forward because this season doesn't necessarily count eligibility-wise if guys don't want it to count, right? So the roster management, recruiting classes, years ahead – are we going to look back and let's say Penn State went, I think they finished four and five or whatever the heck their schedule record was. And obviously Michigan didn't have a good season and Tennessee didn't have a good year. And and you kind of look around all these different seasons or are we going to say like, oh, this is representative of something larger or for those teams that don't win a championship? We just said whoever wins the championship, there's no asterisk necessarily by their by their name, but do we feel like there's much of a long-lasting legacy for the teams that aren't playing for a championship going forward? Yeah, I think this year, you know, how a lot of folks complain that it's the same teams over and over again. I think this is the start of, of sort of condensation where four teams are going to sort of come back closer together because, you know, Alabama and Clemson and those teams aren't going to have as many roster spots. You know, players are going to come back. They're not going to get rid of, of freshman players from this season who, you know, haven't played, you know, significant snaps. So there will be fewer scholarships available for, uh, for high school kids, which means that teams that typically don't get some, you know, low or four-star kids or mid-range four-star kids will get those guys now. And and so that gives coaches the chance, coaches that are not necessarily accustomed to having that kind of talent on their roster, the ability to show that they can coach these players up. And so I think this is going to be the start, Maybe and you'll see it through the course of the five years slowly, that you know maybe everything sort of comes back to a point where there are 10, 11, 12 powerhouses that can win a national championship uh, on any given uh, any given year. So I think in in terms of just how how the sport is shaped a lot of folks are going to get what they want. And that's, a, you mentioned a team like Penn State or a team like uh like Georgia or a team like USC actually being a real contender. It might take a little while because you have to still throw all these players through, but I think that might happen. And then, you know, I think the the opt-out thing, uh, which obviously has become a a massive story this year, that was the natural progression going from players sitting out bowl games to, you know, a guy like T.J. Watt bailing after three games when he got hurt. Um, You know, now players opting out because of non-COVID issues, you know, it's, it's accelerated because of COVID because people have made it kind of acceptable. But, um, and that's just, that natural progression is just something that coaches are going to have to deal with. And look, the roster management is going to be tough. I mean, really, really tough for these coaches. Uh, but they make millions of dollars for a reason. That's a rich man's problem. So, so go fix it. Do you think Urban Meyer would be a good hire for Jacksonville? Jags? I do. Uh, I think Urban, uh, just, I don't, I don't know him all that well. I've talked to him occasionally, uh, but, 
I feel like he would be a really good NFL coach because even though he's been a grinder on the recruiting trail, you know, people joke about, oh, he wants to spend more time with his family. Well, that's kind of true because it's hard to spend time with your family. If you're a college football head coach because you're constantly recruiting and it's just, it never ends. If he's, if he's an NFL coach, you can just coach ball. You know, he can just be a coach. And I think, uh, I think he would be a whole lot better in that situation. I do think his management style would have to change. Uh, but I think he knows that. I mean, I don't think he's, he's going to be surprised by the fact that you have to treat professional adults a little different than, than amateur college students. So uh, I think he'd be fine, especially if he gets a guy like Trevor. Man, um, that would be dangerous for sure. Florida Gators did not show up for their bowl game in any big way. Oklahoma just waxed them. That happens sometimes. Dan Mullen basically came out and said our season ended uh, in the SEC championship game. A lot of people had issues with that uh, because Dan Mullen seems to many times be incredibly brusque. And also, let's be honest, his answers are often very, very self-serving. No bigger fan of Dan Mullen than Dan Mullen, I can guarantee you. That's right. And, and uh, you know, some people would say there's no bigger fan of Clay Travis than Clay Travis, so I'm not going to throw stones over, uh, over, that, uh, <laughs> over that issue. But I do look at the Florida Gators and think to myself, boy, you know, Kyle Trask leaving, a lot of the talent on that offensive side of the ball leaving, I, the Gators look to me like an 8-4 and four team at best next year, like they're going to come back to the pack. Whereas I think Georgia – really kind of is setting themselves up, I believe, to be substantially the best team in the SEC East next year. Do you buy into the idea that the Gators may regress in some substantial way uh, next season? Yeah, in fact, I'd say Georgia was the best team in the SEC East um, before Florida lost to LSU because Georgia yeah. figured out its offense. And and I think that's, that's huge. Now, obviously, they have you know a lot of, of roster management to deal with as well, but uh, the difference in recruiting between what Georgia's been doing and what Florida's been doing is pretty stark. And that's not to say that Florida hasn't had good recruiting classes, but Georgia has had great recruiting classes. I mean, it's in a position where it can just plug five-star in for five-star and, and be kind of what Alabama uh, and Ohio State and Clemson are. Maybe not to that extent, but pretty darn close. And, and yeah, Florida – I mean, Emory Jones, at quarterback, uh, he looked okay in the bowl game. He didn't look great, didn't look bad. Uh, so he's going to have to grow. All the weapons are basically gone. Their offensive line has been pretty average at best all year long. So, yeah, I think Florida's going to take a step back. Uh, they're still going to be competitive because Dan's a good coach, and that's why he has such a high opinion of himself. But uh, they're, they're not going to be the powerhouse they were this year. And honestly, I think – if Georgia had had the ability to put JT Daniels in early, and I do believe that they uh, that it wasn't a coach's decision, there was a whole lot more at play. If they had to put JT Daniels in before the season started and he was the starting quarterback all year, it would have been a much different Georgia team. And, and I think most people, I think, looking at this entire season and paying attention to how things finished, uh, understand how good Georgia's going to be next year. I don't think we've asked you this, and we're talking to Barrett Salee from CBS Sports. Last question for you. You know Auburn pretty well. How do you think Mm -hmm. that new hire for Auburn, Brian Harson, is going to go? Love it. He he develops quarterbacks. He is, I think, uh, really adept at building stout offensive lines. He beats teams in the Mountain West by playing old-school football and is adaptable and flexible enough to uh, get creative when he's at a roster disadvantage. And so he's not going to be at a roster disadvantage much at Auburn. Um, He's got to hire a great staff that has some recruiting ties for sure. But uh, I think the biggest thing for him, and you know about this as well, Auburn's power structure is about as dysfunctional at this 
dysfunctional gets. And his hire signifies that the athletic director, Alan Green, and the president, Jay Guge, basically went out on their own and said, screw you, power structure. We're going to be the guys. We're going to be the man and be, be the two men, the, the guys that own this power structure now. So that'll have long-lasting effect. But, you know, he's an outsider. Brian Harson's a damn good football coach. And, you know, yeah, if, if you have an outsider or you have a, a little bit of a, a disconnection with where you are, it's a challenge. I'd much rather have a damn good football coach than somebody who is just sort of a regurgitated SEC lifer. Uh, Barrett, I appreciate the time, my man. Enjoy the games later today. Appreciate you waking up early on New Year's Day to chill with us. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. Uh, When we come back, we will give you our outkick gambling picks for the college football playoff games. Which way are we going? I'll tell you next. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my day. That's my day.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. Welcome back in. I hope all of you are having a fantastic start to your 2021. I know a lot of you are going to be kicking back on your couches, on your chairs, wherever you may be to watch the college football playoff games later today. Alabama going up against Notre Dame early, and then later in the evening, we've got Ohio State against Clemson. About to give you my gambling picks here, but I want to let you know, Santa Clay still coming to town, even though Christmas has passed. $5 bet right now. $5 bet at FanDuel.com slash Clay. That's FanDuel.com slash Clay. A $5 bet pays out at 25 to 1 on Alabama to beat Ohio State. Sorry, Alabama to beat Notre Dame. They are a 20-point favorite right now. The Crimson Tide is. All they have to do is win, and you turn $5 into $125. That's for new users. FanDuel.com slash Clay. That is an incredible offer, Dub. Absolutely, I, I love this free money they're giving people. What was yeah. the, what was it was Bills plus uh, over a million points. Yeah, yeah. and then basically, they, and then they almost you know covered that on the Patriots. So these are great. Yeah, no, it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, all right, so let's give everybody our gambling picks here. I'm just going to pick uh, the games themselves, the playoff games in college football. I'm going to give you the Outkick Six Pack, which has been on an absolute tear, over 60% winners uh, to close out the show in the final hour of, uh, of the program next hour. But I want to go ahead and give you some gambling picks here on the absolute latest for the college football playoffs. So I have really gone back and forth quite a lot on uh, on these games. I'm going to pick the over-under as well as the game itself. And ultimately, I just don't see how Notre Dame is going to stop Alabama. Uh, this Alabama offense has been rolling all season long. And so I like Alabama to cover the 20, which is a big number, I know. And I also like the over 65 and a half in this game. So uh, I believe Alabama will score somewhere around 42-ish. And, uh, and I think Notre Dame uh, will well get the over. Uh, I'm going to have to bump that up a little bit. I think Alabama will, will handle Notre Dame here, right? Like I think they're going to score over 40 points. And so I think the final in this game is going to be something like 45 for Alabama, 
Uh, and I think that Notre Dame will end up with, let's say, 24. That gets me over, and it also means that Alabama covers 45-24, my prediction in the Alabama-Notre Dame game. What say you, Dub? Well, it's hard to imagine any scenario where Alabama doesn't score over 40 points. I mean, this yep. offense is unbelievable. You look at the wide receivers they're working with, Mac Jones, Najee Harris. I mean, they got three Heisman finalists on one side of the ball. That's pretty rare. So, to me, over seems like the play here. Bama's defense hasn't been all that great this year. Yep. And it's kind of that question. Like, It always seems like teams with bad offenses have really good defenses. Is it that because the defense just knows the offense is so bad? Like, I feel like Bama's defense just knows in the back of their mind, as long as we hold this team to under 35, we're going to win this game. So I think you're right on the over. I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. Uh, I do love the over here. Uh, All right. Other game. Uh, We've got Ohio State, who has been waiting for this rematch as long as they possibly could. Uh, This line has bumped all the way out to 7.5. And sometimes those lines make you nervous because I feel like Vegas is begging you to take Ohio State and uh, and that they believe that ultimately Clemson is going to win by double digits. But the more and more I think about this, I just feel like Dabo ranking Ohio State number 11 overall, basically taking shots at them. I think that Ohio State is going to come out and play really well uh, against Clemson. I like Ohio State plus seven and a half. I also like the over. What about you, Dub? I love Ohio State plus the seven and a half. You're right. The more I think about it, the more I like it because this is a game last year that Ohio State arguably should have won. There were some questionable calls in that game. Ohio State's been waiting for this game for a year, and I think they come out hot. I don't think there's any doubt at all either. Uh, All right. I appreciate uh, all of you hanging out with us. We are rolling through uh, the program here. Final hour of the New Year's Day edition up next. This is Outkick, the coverage. Download the podcast. Get your bets in at fanduel.com slash clay. Final hour of the show next, breaking down the NFL for you. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 